Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. All right, are U.S. citizens buying the message of COVID-19 that the White House is given? Uh, The President of the United States has said uh, they're not interested in another lockdown if that is needed. Uh, And uh, we are seeing some increases in states uh, in the southern uh, United States. To talk more about all of this, let's bring in Dr. Rodney Rohde, Professor and Chair, Clinical Laboratory Science Program at the College of Health Professions, Texas State University, and is with us now. Doctor, thanks for the time. Hope you're doing well. Good afternoon, Scott. I'm doing great. I hope you guys are doing well, too. So far, so good, although we can't wait to get that Canada-U.S. border on again, uh, open again so we can get flying back and forth here. But uh, So where is the U.S. now? We, we, we hear some conflicting information. Where is your country on getting a handle on this? Well, I mean, I think you just kind of hit it on the head when you introduced the topic. I mean, one of the things that's been challenging is with the states reopening around the country and more so in the southern states uh, than the rest of the country. After that Memorial Day holiday weekend, it's been about what, two or three weeks now since that time, and we're definitely seeing, I think, the outcomes of that reopening, especially in regards to uh, citizens maybe not masking up and physical distancing as much as we continue to try to get them to do so. And so those are the challenges that, you know, I continue to see happening around Texas. You know, you've seen it in, uh, in, in high numbers in Arizona and Florida, and some of the other states that are pushing really high counts. Um, In Texas alone, just yesterday, as of yesterday, we reported about 2,793 lab-confirmed hospitalizations, and that's about an 11% increase from uh, the day before that, and 85% increase since Memorial Day. So, you know, we're definitely uh, rising in cases. That doesn't mean all the time that that's necessary hospitalizations or deaths, of course, but certainly the transmission activity and the that ember has seemed to be kind of, those flames are kind of being flamed up a little bit right now. How, how concerned are you at the, at the spikes you're seeing in these hot states? I, I'm very concerned with respect to hospitalizations, right? So I've, I've kind of all along talked about the challenges to health care. That's, that's really my ongoing, and I think most of my colleagues' concerns is specifically in health care in places that we know are going to be challenged, like prisons and nursing homes. And, of course, with, with the school year coming up, I've, I've even been challenged here at Texas State helping to try to figure out, you know, best policies and recommendations. And so that's my biggest concern. And then in general, I think um, – I think what's troubling to me and my colleagues, and I've talked about this a lot recently in different settings, is I'm not sure uh, when the country or the world kind of has stopped trusting health care and public health data and evidence. I mean, most of the data is showing, and we've had many published studies now that have been reproduced, that mask wearing is very helpful uh, to both the wearer and the people around them that physical distancing is important. Now, if you're out and about, you know, all by yourself or sitting in your office, I'm not too worried about that mask. But if you are going to the beach or you're going to, a, uh, you know, some type of restaurant or you're going somewhere that's slowly reopening, we really need to be practicing mask wearing and typical kind of distancing and hand washing. And I just wish, you know, and this is my own personal views, I kind of wish the country uh, would take that lead on mandating it. Uh, right now, it's kind of being left to governors, and even then, they kind of filter that down to mayor levels. 
in the states. And so some places are just, you know, they endorse it, they support it, but they're not really mandating it. So it makes it difficult, uh, you know, when you're out and about and you don't really have to do it. So it's a challenge. It's definitely a challenge. Uh, how are Americans processing COVID-19 as we're up here into week 14 of this? Uh, is the message getting out? You know, I think the message is out. I think the message was being taken much more seriously in February, March, early April. And I do think it's still out and people are listening. But there's definite, you know, in my estimation of kind of watching people and observing people in my community and elsewhere, and listening to the news reports and watching the different stories, it definitely seems like that uh, perception of, you know, they're tired and fatigued of the ongoing um, pandemic. And, and yeah. it just seems like some of them are, are just moving on and thinking if they ignore it, that everything's going to be okay. And, and it's just, that's not how viruses act. They just really don't care how tired we are. They keep after it. So we really need to be, you know, on top of this and continue to get that message out. We talk about the same thing up here, that as we slowly start to reopen, it's just it's the fatigue that everybody's been going through for the last several yeah, months. I, I don't, you know, it's very it's very troubling and challenging, and I understand it. You know, we all get tired of it, but I sometimes when I talk to my friends and family members and others, I try to discuss with them, you know, to try to take on the mindset of a healthcare professional, you know, that, you know, do no harm and do your best, uh, you, know, you know, be a golden rule public health follower, you know, try not to harm others, even if you know, you know, a 20 or 30 year old that's actually been positive and, and hasn't had any issues, they are still vectors of transmission. They can still transmit that virus at any given time to any immunocompromised individual. So again, that's really the message is that it's not about me, you know, it's about we, we really have to kind of think about our citizens and our fellow, you know, brothers and sisters around us that may have some health issues we remember at the beginning of this uh new york state having a, a an issue new york city and such and again closer to us new york state michigan and and such what can we learn from where they have come well i think for both states and even some of the others from the beginning seattle and so forth i mean we really need to pay attention to this phenomenon known as super spreading it's real We've seen it documented now multiple times, and, and a super spreader is basically when you have an event or large gatherings or places like dormitories or you know, cruise ships or any of the other things we've talked about, and you have um, you know, a gathering. And then if you don't follow those masking and physical distancing uh, types of things, you know, whether it's a protest or whether it's a, a holiday weekend or whatever it is, you really amplify the opportunity for that virus to just really cook and then to be spread out, you know, amongst the community in ways that you may not really be able to get ahead of in, in the short term, because it's just instead of having one or two little clusters, all of a sudden you might have 30 or 40 clusters within a community. And when you talk about, you know, one of the one of the pieces I just did for Forbes, I talked about um, small rural towns because I grew up in a town like that. And when you're talking about smaller towns with fewer resources, I mean, you could wipe out. Uh, if not, you know, through mortality, but just illness, you may end up wiping out really critical people like, you know, the small hospitals and the professional doctors and nurses you have. Mm. Suddenly you are at major shortages for those people. So, again, trying to think, you know, more globally about our behavior and what we're doing and trying to be better stewards of PPE and, and protecting others around us is, is just my ongoing message.
You're listening to the Scott Thompson Show podcast on 900 CHML. Uh, I'm reading an article from the Associated Press here, and the headline is, Over Half of Americans Aren't Buying White House uh, Coronavirus Messaging, says the poll. Uh, Vice President Pence says the U.S. response to the coronavirus pandemic is a cause for celebration, but a new poll finds more than half of Americans are calling the response fair to poor. Uh, This is from Gallup. What are your thoughts? Is is it mixed messaging or, again, that fatigue? I think it's all the above. I think it's fatigue, and I do think if you follow uh, the messaging from the beginning of this, it's just been kind of a a difficult thing to follow with respect to getting kind of a mixed message from, um, you know, things are going well when we can see numbers that are not indicating that, or we see kind of this new um, stance now where it's just being kind of left to the, the states and to even the local municipalities. And you, you really would like a national strategy and a strong one at that. So I think, you know, again, it is unfortunately kind of dropping into, into some of the um, different views politically and otherwise in our country where some people are just ready to move on. And, and it's unfortunate because I really think it's beyond that. I really think it's a health care and a humanity issue. And I just hope that most Americans and really most global citizens – continue to think about, you know, the citizens around them. I mean, ultimately, that's that's our biggest important thing to consider is the health of those around us when we're dealing with, with an agent like this. Again, that virus is going to virus. It just does not care what you look like or what political party you belong to or how much money you have. It is going to, it's going to burn through that population if we don't put up some hurdles for it. Are you concerned, doctor, that um, that whether it's the United States or any country for that matter, will have to reverse and start closing things down again? I, I, you know, depending on what happens in these next few critical weeks with respect to some of the, I'm talking about the United States, so with respect to some of the different rallies that are talking about occurring and, of course, school openings happening in August. And I think school openings are doing, I know we are, we're doing a very, active uh, evidence-based approach to mandating we're mandating masks here we're going to mandate distancing we're dropping our capacity in rooms uh, pretty low you know it's going to be challenging for faculty and students to kind of get through this year but but that's what we're committed to and i think we need to kind of have a national strategy around that uh, with respect to that safety features we move forward if not um, i do think you could see uh, some calls for kind of backing into that, if not lockdown, and definitely slowing things down again. And what I'm really worried about, Scott, right now is that I'm not sure Americans um, are ready to do that anymore. I mean, some are, but now you've lost the initial, um, I think, critical message, like back in February and March. You know, in many ways, I wish we would have, um, I don't have a problem with the reopening that's kind of happened. I just wish we would have mandated national rules around mask wearing and Mm. distancing and things like that. I think that would have helped. In fact, I just really know it would have helped. We've really seen, I mean, when I walk around, I I went to a different town this past week with my wife to take this little drive and I'm always observing. And and some of these, some of these towns, you know, it's definitely 50 to 60% of the people are not wearing masks. Sometimes you stop and get gas, and it's like, you know, everybody around me is not wearing a mask, and that's a little troubling. 
Dr. Rodney Rohde has been with us, Professor and Chair, Clinical Laboratory Science Program at the College of Health Professions, Texas State University. Rodney, as always, thanks so much for the time. Much appreciated. Be well. Thanks so much, Scott. Be safe, and uh, hopefully we'll get back to normal pretty soon. Thank you, Doctor. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.